Welcome to Talk Bridal to Me. I'm your host, Anna Muma, a pro makeup artist in the Pacific Northwest, and I am here to bring you guests that lay, slay, and relay. They lay the groundwork for their clients, they do their job well, and they tell you how to get the most of your bridal experience. If you're a bride and not quite sure where to start or what to do, or just need a little boost in your wedding planning, this is the podcast for you. Welcome. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Talk Bridal to Me. I am Anna Muma, your host, a Pacific Northwest makeup artist here in Washington State, and I am with Emily Popchop today. She is a photographer, and she is amazing. Just reading some of the information that she sent me about herself, she's kind of that fun, laid-back girl that you want in your corner if you're just wanting that like fun-filled almost like having a friend with you taking pictures for the day. Emily, welcome. Thank you. And thank you for saying that. Yes, absolutely. I mean it. (laughs) So have you always wanted to be a photographer? No, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I decided to get into photography when being a stay-at-home mom was just boring the bejesus out of me. So I saved up Christmas and I bought a little Costco cheap DSLR and I bugged all my friends and said, Hey, let me take free pictures of you to get a portfolio. Mm -hmm. I started charging like 50 bucks in the mommy Facebook groups. Yep. Take pictures of babies and years that went on, I was charging a little more, a little more. And then finally somebody I went to college with said, Hey, do you want to shoot my wedding? Have you ever thought about that? And I was like, I have thought about it. I just thought it was impossible to get into it without experience. So she kind of took a chance on me and the rest is history. Wow. How long have you been doing it now? Um, 10 years this year. Okay. Oh my goodness. Have you noticed, like, I'm sure now you have a different camera than the Costco. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're like, I'm not shooting all these weddings with the Costco one, but have you felt that like your passion for for photography has evolved from when you first started with those little babies to now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, now I would say I'll, I'll shoot pictures of babies and kids if I know the parents well and like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just not my jam anymore. I love weddings. I feel like a wedding is almost, it's a day, it's a shoot that's already curated for me. Mm. You know I mean, I show up everybody's already dressed nicely. The venue is decorated beautifully and I just there to document it. You know, a lot of that work's already done for me and I just love it. And my style is just so candid and documentary that I show up and I let the day happen rather than, you know, wrangling children that I don't know. Exactly. And I find a lot of photographers are focusing more kind of on the the almost like an editorial style, candid, journalistic view. Is that kind of how you would describe your photography? Yeah, that is how I would describe it. I think it's, you know, it's less invasive, especially Mm. on a wedding day. You're busy. You're trying to enjoy your family. You don't need me pulling you away and telling you what to do. Right. You know, I'd rather be that fly on the wall. And, you know, feedback I get all the time is, oh my gosh, we didn't even see you taking this picture. Oh, at that moment. And I'm just, 
all over the room. And sometimes I all forget pictures that I take because I'm just so busy yeah. everywhere. Snap happy. Yeah. And I'll start editing. I'm like, oh my God, look at this awesome picture I took. I don't Aww. remember this. <laughs> You're like, I'm so glad I got that. Yay me. Yeah. It's yeah. like I black out and I get home and I'm like, oh, look, I did it. <laughs> I have 15,000 photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot. Well, and mm-hmm. you've gone all over for weddings too, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where are some yeah. of the places you've been? Um, I have been to Key West, to Mexico, tons of national parks, Yosemite, mm. San Francisco. Um, I'm heading to Michigan tomorrow and I'm heading to Greece in 10 days to shoot a wedding in Santorini. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a good time. It's basically a default vacation because I'll bring my husband as a second shooter and, you know, we just kind of make a trip out of it. That's amazing. Yeah. Where with the, your wedding in Greece, was it somebody that you knew from the states that they're having a destination wedding, or is it people from Greece? Okay, it's actually it's people from Washington. Okay, in Washington, yeah. Oh my goodness, how fun is that? I can't wait. Yeah. I've never been overseas. I'm freaking out about the flight. <laughs> Are you a nervous flyer? I'm not a nervous flyer, but I do get restless legs, and it's just such okay. A long time, yeah, to be sitting still. So, yes, absolutely. Well, and I know talking with you previously, just from your interview form, you tend to teach your clients party tricks. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> um, I, I was at a wedding in Big Bend National Park a couple of months ago, and I ended up teaching everybody how to make espresso martinis. Oh my goodness. And how to um, saber a champagne bottle. So what is, what is sabering a champagne bottle? Well, I've, you I've never done it. And a big knife and you just kind of. Okay. Slice the cork out. Without breaking the glass. It does break the glass actually. Oh, okay. Um, it kind of just, just clean cut. It's insane. Wow. Um, it's actually really easy to do. Yeah. But it, so badass to people that don't know how to do it. And I was actually at a, a nail salon with some friends um, getting our nails done for someone else's wedding. And I'm like, you know, it's going to take a while. I'm going to walk next door to Whole Foods and get a couple bottles of champagne. And one of the girls was trying to open it and she ended up breaking the cork in half. So she's like, shit, how are we going to open it? Yeah. And I said, well, do you have like she was a cop. So I'm like, do you have a knife in your car? She's like, of course I do. She brings a pocket knife. And I ended up being able to just go <laughs> with the pocket knife in the parking lot of this nail salon. And there you go. And they're just like, this girl's amazing. Well, yeah. I mean, if you can open booze, anybody's going to like you. So <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Well, and I'm sure you have some funny stories along the way with things that have happened with, with you and, and weddings do you have any that you want to tell us? Ooh, funny stories. Oh my God, I'm on the spot now. I mean, every wedding's a funny story. Um, I slept in my client's car a couple of months ago. We did a sunrise shoot and then we were meeting up with their family for the actual ceremony. We had a good like, two hours yeah. of extra time. So I laid in their back seat and slept. There with- you go with them in the car, just listening to music. 
That's perfect. Yeah. It's so like my clients, by the time I meet them, um, you know, I interact with them a lot over Instagram. Yeah. And I feel like by the time I meet them, we kind of feel like we, we know one another. Yeah. And we, you know, we have that level of comfort where I sleep safely. Absolutely. Well, and I think that's one of the things that really drives your success is that you really dive for relationships with your clients. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's important to you. Oh, it's super important to me. And I think I read a book called Blink. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've heard of that, but it's kind Mm -hmm. of like, it speaks about the psychology of split second decisions and why they're right. And it kind of actually goes on even more to talk about doctors and their bedside manner and Mm. doctors with poor bedside manner. You could be the most talented brain surgeon, but if you're rude, your clients don't like, like you, you're more apt to be sued for malpractice. Oh, right. And I think, you know, that can kind of exist anywhere. You could be a terrible, Mm -hmm. but if you're charming, Mm -hmm. you're more likely to still be gracious with you, leave you a nice tip. Yes. In my business, I, I kind of try to do that as well. I'm like, if they, if I can build this relationship first, yeah, then we're going to have just a more like copacetic, copacetic relationship. And absolutely, should anything ever go awry, do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I just think professionally, you should always have great relationships with your clients. And that's what's going to mm-hmm. set you apart. There's a million moms with cameras out there, mm-hmm. photographers. So, what will set me apart? And it's relating to my clients on a personal level. Yeah. What kinds of things do you do to relate to your clients? Cause I know you talk a little bit about it, but if you can tell us a little bit about the process, that would be awesome. Okay. Yeah. It really starts from my contact form. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I ask them, why are you choosing me? Please tell me that. And then, you know, it's just a, an opportunity for me to get the words of affirmation that I so desperately need. So <laughs> Ask them, you know, if you watch The Office, who's your favorite character and why? Yes. Um, I have never once worked at somebody that said Pam. Okay. Great. But it just hasn't ended up happening. And, you know, that kind of opens a door. It opens a dialogue. Some people say, oh, we don't watch The Office, but maybe we watch Stranger Things or Parks and Rec. And it just gives us something to talk about really quickly. Yeah. Besides photography. And then I always ask for an Instagram handle because I'd rather not meet somebody without having never seen their face, um, seeing what they're about, Mm -hmm. especially with an elopement. If I'm meeting you in the middle of nowhere. Yes. Or in the morning, I would like to just verify that you're real. Yes. And, you know, not a murderer. So, yeah. But I have found that most people will not pay thousands of dollars just for the purpose of murdering somebody. Yeah. I so. feel like that's a pretty steep price for a body. And there's a paper trail. <laughs> and there's a paper trail. Be like, hmm, we know who did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, from that contact form and then to kind of connecting on Instagram, we we can have that back and forth and get to know one another before, you know, the wedding or elopement has even taken place. And Absolutely. And that rapport is just vital. Yes. I find a very similar thing in my business as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. With the office characters, which one do you closely resemble? Resemble? Or like feel Uh, that you would relate with the most? 
today I'm a Stanley. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up annoyed. Um, times I'm a Michael. I feel like I okay. say inappropriate things. Yep. In the wrong moments. And uh-huh. so far it hasn't bitten me in the ass, but my favorite actual character is Creed. I think he's just so okay. ridiculous. Yes. And he doesn't get too much screen time, but they use it well when he does. And it's just genius. He's the one that just flies under the radar. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I know. I was looking at the office characters today because it's been so long since I had have even watched the show. And that was actually one of my questions for you is like, what's with the Pam thing? And I was thinking, I was like, I think I'm an Aaron. Like she's the one who's just like, she's just the one that's just like in everything and highly alert and attuned to her surroundings. And just kind of, I don't know. She's just kind of quirky. And I feel like yeah, resembles me a lot. She's really quirky and she doesn't have a mean bone in her body. Yeah. Yeah. She just owns it. Yes, absolutely. Well, Emily, is there anything else that you want to tell our guests today? Um, I would say if you're thinking of hiring a photographer, mm. do it sooner than later. Um, yes. I've seen a lot of people missing out on dates, especially this year. Mm-hmm. Because they're waiting too long. And I'm sure that you're experiencing this with your yes. business as well. But I would always advise, you know, find your venue first, because that's going to determine what your wedding date is. Yes. And then go book those vendors that you want. Yes. Everybody and their mothers doing the same thing. Absolutely. Well, and I know for you, you had mentioned that hiring a photographer was important for you and your wedding. It was. It was the most important thing for me. Okay. I'm not, Tell us a little bit why. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not an overly sentimental girl. Uh, I didn't plan on keeping my wedding dress and, mm. you know, boxing it up or drying my flowers. Sure. So I kind of looked at the photography as kind of the most efficient way to be sentimental. Yeah. You know, with this digital age, these pictures are online forever. I've got a Facebook album that's 12 years old mm-hmm. with pictures, and I know they're always going to be there. If this house burns down, yeah, all of my stuff burns along with it. I'm still going to have those pictures. Yeah. Right. So I just think it's just so timeless and it's such an investment. Mm-hmm. And maybe people think because they're intangible that it's not necessarily worth mm-hmm. the money. But to me, I'm like, I don't regret one minute of those photos. Absolutely. I, best investment. Yes. What's one piece of advice that you'd give to somebody looking for a, a wedding photographer? Ooh, well, I don't think location matters, obviously, because... All, all of us will really go anywhere, mm-hmm. but you know, find somebody that you click with. Because again, I'll say there's a million people that can do exactly what I do mm-hmm. and they may even take better photos than me. It's, you know, it's such a subjective thing. So sure. first find a few people that you love their pictures, you love their style, and then make sure that you like them. We're spending yes. a, a wedding day together. You're going to see me more than you're going to see your bridesmaids, mm-hmm. your parents, So find someone that, you know, you can tolerate and, you know, hopefully enjoy hanging out with. Absolutely. You know, it should be this transactional thing for the sake of good pictures, because a lot of us take good pictures. Yeah. There you go. I feel like everybody and their mom is calling themselves a photographer. Yeah. And like I had someone the other day, they're like, oh, you're a makeup artist, like, like on YouTube. And I was like, no, like a real one. 
Like, like I actually, girl. I actually do other people's makeup, you know, and I feel that way with photographers sometimes because someone can say they're a photographer and it's like, well, on the spectrum of just bought a camera mm-hmm. to I have 15 years of experience, like, where are you on that? You know? And so that's what I feel like to be able to, to vet your vendors beforehand is just a really good idea. Yes. I mean, if someone says they're a photographer, are you paying taxes? Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. That makes sense. Well, Emily, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Anna. I appreciate it. Yes, absolutely. We'll talk to you later. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Talk Bridal to Me. If you found this episode helpful, be sure to subscribe. And if you really liked it, we'd love a five-star review. I'm Anna Muma, and until next time, feel beautiful, friends.